Do you toss a coin to your local witcher? Do you feel at home at Ren Fairs? Did you watch the entire fan-made animation about the Warrior Cat series? Then this is the podcast for you! Welcome to Fictionality, the podcast where we discuss how fiction influences our reality. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm Josie. And together we will geek out about the stories you send us. About books, TV shows, movies, comics, video games, you name it. I'm actually really excited about the entries we have lined up today. Yeah, they're pretty good ones. Also, you know what I realized? This ep- Even though we're not recording it on Valentine's Day, this episode is happening on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, we're uploading it on Valentine's Day, aren't we? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but speaking of Valentine's Day, are there any fictional ships that you are bringing in your soul with you? <laughs> bringing from my soul. Bringing from your soul. Hmm. They echo in your heart. It, I mean, it's a slightly toxic relationship, but Veronica and Logan from Veronica Mars mm. that Kristen Bell yeah, plays. Yeah. yeah, I'm such a big fan of Kristen Bell, and... Those characters are so good. In the mm-hmm. first three series. I would say that in the later series. And the the movie's good too. But in the later series, mm-hmm. they lose some of the tension. What about you? Mm-hmm. I'd say probably I'm feeling the vibes of Marceline and Bubblegum. Oh I saw on um, I saw on Cartoon Network's Instagram page, they posted like a bunch of ship art, which I was like, that is bold. Like they posted non-canon ship art. And I was like, guys, you guys are going crazy with this stuff. Like, some of this stuff was non-confirmed and people were raging in the comments. And it was it was great, honestly. I was very happy about it because they, they go going wild. Also, I mean, like, bubbling's canon, but yeah, you know, now it's it was canon. other stuff. Yeah, but, like, I mean, for anyone who knows, they posted, like, Beatrice and Wirt who weren't necessarily, like, a thing in Over the Garden Wall, which... I guess you haven't seen Over the Garden Wall yet. I haven't seen that either. And for those of you who don't know, Marceline and Bubblegum are from Adventure Time. Adventure Time, on yes. Cartoon Network. But man, can I, Holly, I think that's so wild that you're saying that because I was singing a bunch of Marceline songs yesterday because I've been trying mm-hmm. to pick one that's not a musical theater song for my music theater workshop class. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to sing I'm Just Your Problem, the one where yeah, like, that one is the so tension good. starts. <laughs> the sexual tension begins. Well, the tension was already there. They oh, were the for sure exes. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a surprisingly well-plotted fever dream. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> adventure time. You think we should move on to the first entry? This one is about one of your favorite games, so do you want to lead it off? Yes. <laughs> this I one love is that about enthusiasm. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> this one's about Breath of the Wild, and it's from uh, John Frazier. As a maker, I feel like... A lot of what I make is influenced by the media in my life. After playing Breath of the Wild, I started wanting to build robots that looked like they were made out of rock. 100% of that game got me obsessed with rocks, and I have not looked back since. Even Link's tablet is made out of some rock-looking stuff, and it's this crazy contradiction of these high-tech fantasy magic shenanigans. The game is so cool and futuristic, but also natural and warm, and this not that same sort of cold, hard tech stuff you're so used to seeing in sci-fi. Mm, that's a good point. It's like this pleasant dystopia where the robots that took over the world are these elegant little pottery boyos. Oh, they are not little, though. <laughs> Some of them uh, are. That's true. Some of them are quite small. That dot the landscape 
and look like ancient Greek ruins. From an aesthetic standpoint, I was like, I want my object to seem natural and rock and heavy because it works so well in this game. But it also made me think, in 100 years when my workshop is a ruin, what would be found there? Thinking about that sort of legacy totally changed how I make things. Nice. And like, in his own words, this is 100% true because I've seen his build, I've seen John Fraser's build Instagram page mm-hmm. and the stuff he makes is really impressive and very much influenced by the natural world around him. So yeah, if anyone's interested yeah. in seeing these pictures, check out Fraser builds on Instagram. Yeah, it's some cool pottery and also tech stuff. I, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pottery, he mentioned the guardians are the robots that he's referring to in Breath of the Wild, and he calls them elegant little pottery boyos, yes. which I think is very accurate because did you know what the um, the guardians in Breath of the Wild are based on? No, I honestly thought they were just scary spiders with lasers coming out of their eyes. They're terrifying, <laughs> especially when you have nothing except a sword and a... There's definitely a few that I've been just with a stick and like a one mushroom in my inventory. Breath of the Wild is mm-hmm. an open world game that Nintendo released around 2016, yeah, it's, I want to say. Yeah, uh, it was 2017 mm. along with the release of the Switch, which we played this one on the Wii U because um, it took us a little bit to get a Switch, so we still do not have it on Switch, which... <laughs> uh, I, Breath of the Wild 2 will fill that void because I don't want to buy another $60 game. <laughs> um, but what are the Guardians based off of? Uh, they're based on pottery from the ancient Jomon people who were a group of people that lived in Japan and probably made some of the oldest pottery that is recorded. They're based on upside-down pots that they have. I, I put a picture in the document. Ooh. And um, the signature swirls on those guardians are actually what the Jomon are named for by archaeologists, which is cord-marked, because the way that they made the swirls was they would make impressions on the pottery with coils and cords and peel them off so that's why the guardians kind of look like they're just covered in all these spirals and stuff because they're based on those and you can really see the influence if you look these people up i I definitely recommend it wow yeah no from this picture alone i can see the reference for sure like i like how they drew from very ancient pottery to instill the mystery because there's not much known about the Jomon people. Rather than making it like Star Trek interfaces. Well, that's the thing. They uh, Early on in development of Breath of the Wild, when they were like, they had like no direction. They were just throwing out ideas. Some of the younger developers were like, we need aliens abducting cows and shooting lasers. No at way. L- Link. Yes. You're joking. And there, were, there was concept art of like a very flat Star Wars-esque ship in the sky. There's prototype footage of Link just running with explosions behind him. It looks like he's running through a World War II documentary. He's just sprinting and the screen is shaking because there's so many freaking explosions. (laughs) It was not what I expected to see the course of this development go through. (laughs) It sounds like they, in those beginning stages, they were told to throw away all of the past canon and history of Zelda. Yeah, they they basically just kind of took some core elements. They were like, here's what's important. We need Link, we need Zelda, we need Ganon, and we need like the exploration and whimsy. And then they're like, okay, now go wild. <laughs> okay, every time I see any picture of this game, I go, oh my God, I got to play that game again. I got to play it. <laughs> it's so easy to play. And I mean, mm-hmm. people gush about it all over the place on the internet. So I do have one question for you. 
Yeah. Is there anything that you would change or you found frustrating about the game that is, I mean, it's hard because the gameplay is so smooth. There's so many different things to do. It's beautiful. You feel like you're in this massive world, which you are in the scale mm-hmm. of video games and you have so much to do, but you have the freedom to take it at your own pace. So yeah. <laughs> after all that gushing, what do you think is something that you might change about this game? Yeah, one of the things that people don't like about this game is the breakable weapons, but I think that's one of the best parts because yeah. it always keeps you on your toes. And it reminds me of like what John was saying too of what leave is left behind in the future yeah. because so much of the technology that these people are making and fighting with shatters and dies when fighting these enemies. So the fact that this ancient technology could withstand so much really shows the power of it. Mm-hmm. Well, the only other complaint I have is that the high hang glider function, when you jump off cliffs and you use your hang, hang glider to mm-hmm. coast down, was so good that I routinely fall while playing other video games that are even remotely open world <laughs> because I'm like, it's yeah. time to press the hang glider button and then I fall to my death. Like I was playing The, Witch- the Witcher and I, I, I swear to you, the Witcher does like ha- leaves no room for fall damage, at least the third one and the one I'm playing on the Switch. <laughs> Um, is it like falls five feet and breaks ankles type of thing? No, it's like jumps off five stairs and dies. Like <laughs> I've jumped one story down and I die and he just goes, oh, and then the save. <laughs> so as, and there's definitely been a few times where I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just use my, oh, no, the Witcher doesn't have a, got it. He doesn't have a hang glider. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Thank you, John, for sharing this because I think it's such a good real-world example of how how influential video games and fiction in general are and also how the video games we play take from real life. All right. I guess we we are not Breath of the Wilded Out, but we, for the sake of time, shall be Breath of the Wilded Out. (laughs) (laughs) You got an entry? Yeah, I do actually have another entry. All right. Woo! Thanks for the two entry episodes, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Keep up the momentum, people. Yeah, send them in, send them in. So this entry is from Anthony DeFeo. This one's kind of a, is so well written. I'm just going to read a ton of it. It reminds me of Miriam's Animal Jam segment, if anyone has listened to that Oh, yes. Animal Jam segment (laughs) was Very descriptive, yeah. When I was 10 years old, I started working my way through the Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings. Fantastic series. I had those parents who insisted I read the books before I saw the movies. And the movies were getting Mm. pretty popular at the time, so I wanted to read the books ASAP. All right, we've all had those parents, right? I mean, we have those parents. (laughs) Inspired by these uncharted lands of magical beasts and world-shattering battles, I sought to carve out my own stake in history in my backyard. I started by building a small hut out of sticks and leaves up against the back fence. It was actually so well insulated by debris that it was cooler in the summer and warm inside in the winter, and it lasted for years. I built more of them around it, and I'd have my friends come over to help build as well. With a small settlement established, I founded a nation-state, of course, with my best friend Frank. We called it... I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I don't... Like, I'm looking at it on the dock, and I'm like, what is... (laughs) We called it Turdian Chilog. Turdian Chilog, a portmanteau of all the things we liked most. Get this. Turtles, <laughs> Canadians, cheese, hillbillies, hobos, and sponges. I'll give you that list wow. one more time. 
The nation state is called Turdian Chilog, made up of turtles, Canadians, cheese, hillbillies, hobos, and sponges. I'm trying to figure out, like, the actual phonetics of the... Of, of okay. the name smashed together. Of the name. I, I feel as though can, Canadians... No, no, wait. So the the Dian is from Canadians, and then the, the C is from cheese, for sure. Cheese. But then uh, hillbillies, hobos, and sponges, I feel as though the O in sponges and, and hobos <laughs> is put it's sort in. of is a bit redundant. I know. But they had to okay. be concise. I mean, how long of a name can you make it? I just don't know if the Ch is from cheese or if it's a k and then the hill from hill anyway you gotta keep going i'm getting hung up on this (laughs) (laughs) i mean what a wild combination of items sponges honestly feels a little out of left field honestly it all does but anyway continue okay anyway (laughs) displeased with the reaches of our burgeoning nation we expanded our territory into our friends yards at its height, the emperor of Turdy and Chilog comprised... A, I can't even say the name without laughing. I don't know what it means. I mean, I know what it means. It means turtles, Canadians, cheese, hillbillies, hobos, and sponges. But I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> At its height, the empire of Turdy and Chilog... <laughs> you can't read the same part again. I can do I'm it. Sorry. I can do it. Comprised do it, do it, do it. of at least three backyards in my hometown. The Bamboo Glen behind the Presbyterian Church. Man, does every church in America have a Bamboo Glen? I just gotta say. Uh, and a portion of my Mima's territory. Pro- territory. And a portion of my Mima's <laughs> property. <laughs> the lines are blurring here. Okay. And a portion of my Mima's property in Peekskill, New York. Though this was grandfathered in as she was a member of the royal family. In its darkest times, the Empire's natural resources wore so thin that when a container of airsoft BBs was spilled into the gravel surrounding my friend Andrew's pool, we spent at least a month panning the BBs from the earth like miners in the gold rush. <laughs> After collecting about a pound a pound deli container's worth, I sold our refined BBs to my neighbor for 50 cents. Business. Such a cash-in. Fantastic. In the end, the Empire's main infrastructure, the collection of huts in my backyard, fell into disuse and rotted away. Attempts to rebuild, rename, in its final throes, the land became known as Snaznia. I don't even know what that would stand for. Yeah. Maybe, I was thinking maybe something to do with Narnia. And even expanding into new territories failed. No magical beasts were discovered, nor great bottles fought. At its worst, Turdy and Chilog maintained a tense peace amongst middle school boys. At its best, it taught me how to build wilderness survival shelters pretty damn well. These days, I rent a studio apartment and sometimes long for the expansive empire I reigned over as a child. There you go, folks. (laughs) I feel like I have just finished a very epic novel. Right? I mean, there's a book there for sure. Does this... (laughs) I just... I love expansive empire I reigned over as a child. It's so relatable. I mean, at least for us. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, it's just... It's so inspiring how much i don't know what do you think yeah i feel like that everyone in some way has had the chance like whether through toys or through uh playing outside or school they sort of wind up figuring out how to become a king in their own way (laughs) like you either create an empire or you just like take over the class you know like everyone 
it is everyone needed their power trip briefly yes everyone required a good portion of power in childhood i remember when we were kids like how big the um narnia books were Mm. and there was just a bunch of photos and memes going around of these children in the the movie of one of many movies sitting on these thrones and i just thought it was so amazing because as kids who had just gotten instagram like our neighbors would always tag us as which ruler which child ruler we were (laughs) and that's that's such a power trip on its own (laughs) yes which of these royals are you Mm mm-hmm did you ever have a specific instance where this this sounds very similar to your life? I remember like making a nest out of onion grass, playing as a dragon. I don't <laughs> remember like. Oh man! I don't. We came home. I'm pretty sure all of the children <laughs> in the neighborhood came home smelling so bad. My best power trip was probably when I invented a very popular game on the playground, but that was basically like. I don't know. Do you recall me having some sort of an empire? I used to play war a lot in the neighborhood. And I mean, remember the Nerf swords? The Yeah, yeah. Some people had Nerf okay, swords. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Nerf swords. I sword would play battles. with the Nerf swords. I do you remember one time when it snowed so heavily that mm. a bunch of people in my neighborhood like carved out a pit in the snow and said, yes. "This is our fighting ring." <laughs> and i remember that fighting ring lasting for like a good five minutes and then there was blood in the snow <laughs> sorry for the imagery but like <laughs> i just i just see like blood in the snow and someone going ah and someone's nose was bleeding and then the parents coming out because it was right out like it was right outside the window to a parent's uh living room and then they're like what is this what are you doing and then i went home and had hot chocolate yeah, the speed at which, like, something can go south as soon as, like, the parents are gone, it's like, we got a great idea, guys. Let's jump from the top of the swings. No! <laughs> and then, you know, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the building of a whole neighborhood backyard town. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't have enough backyard space for that sort of thing, so we sort of just took up people's lawns and be like all right we know that when we have chase we can run through this yard because we've basically bought this person i remember (laughs) yes if more friends that we get the more space that we would get to run around Mm -hmm. which was definitely a diplomatic element to it all yeah like sometimes it would be important to keep winning over the person with the best backyard if you okay if you had to make an empire what and you could pick at least Three things up to six things. Because this is six things. I hope they just had cheese in the hut and just hid the cheese inside of these rotting away homes. <laughs> like this, I mean, like I don't this think is they the cheese the hut. Cheese. Well, I mean, like if like if you're standing for like what would this flag look like? You're a designer, Hollywood. <laughs> um <laughs> could I it feel be like the there Canadian would be... flag with everything else around the, the maple leaf? <laughs> like I feel like there would be some visual motif with the appearance of holes because cheese and sponges have that in common mm. and maybe like the turtle shell or something. So I'm picturing there is a semicircle with like three spikes that sort of represent the Canadian like maple leaf. 
but the the stuff on the turtle's back, like the weird the, little scale things. Yeah, yeah, on the shell. Some of them are yellow, and some of them are like they look like holes. <laughs> but it still looks like it looks like a Mario turtle shell that you would throw at someone in Mario Kart. And I don't know how to incorporate hillbillies and hobos. I know that's that's also out of left <laughs> that's field. That's kind I of mean. a out of left field one. Yeah, I mean maybe like the closest thing I can think of is if you're you're a kid at that age and that's what you're imagining. You're probably like thinking about running away a ton. So maybe that whole image of a, a handkerchief on a stick. On some... a stick, yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what the flag is used for. Is okay, they wait. just tie it around stuff. Holly, did you ever do that? <laughs> one day I got. Did I, did I tell you this? Wait, didn't you try and run away? <laughs> I, I didn't try and run away. I just... just I... <laughs> okay, tell me. I just, I found a handkerchief in my... <laughs> I don't know why they keep showing kids these pictures. Because, like, not, not these pictures, but, like, in TV shows when someone gets upset, like a kid specifically mm-hmm. gets upset, and they're like, oh, okay, it's time to get this stick I found in my backyard and a handkerchief that can hold one food item. Piece so of bread. I found a bandana and a stick, and I tried so hard to tie it around it, and it just wouldn't work. So I, it's I, so I, complicated. <laughs> I know, and it's not like I really understood how YouTube worked at that time, or I don't even remember if YouTube <laughs> was really around. So I just didn't know how to tie it, and I couldn't find the dangerous book for girls because, and I don't think it was even in there because the only thing that the dangerous book for girls had was how to do jump rope and how to sew. <laughs> and I'm sure if we had the daring book for boys or whatever, like we would know how to tie a handkerchief around a how to make a slingshot and yeah. knock someone out or I something <laughs> something like that yeah no i just remember sitting in the backyard for a while being like i have to survive out here for a day and then it it didn't work because i had to pee but back to back to the question at hand what would you what elements based on your childhood would you make into your would you combine into this sandwich of a name okay so far i got drawing Here, here's what I think I would like this is all the stuff that I would incorporate based on my my childhood interests so we got drawing we got dragon we got soccer we got <laughs> soccer. bugs bugs yeah so I feel like okay DRA from drawing and dragon works but I, I, I will also inco- incorporate so draw go k Guh. Nope, there's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough vowels. <laughs> oh, God. Do you see that in the doc? Drago cugs. <laughs> Drawing dragons, what about bugs, and soccer. And soccer. Soccer. What about you? Um, what would you have? I think mine would have to have something with knights, like, um, because I was so into Jane and the dragon and any and the Ren Fairs and anything medieval at the time. So, mm-hmm. knights. I even had an email that said tiger in it, and sometimes when I still go to Hot Topic, mm-hmm. I have to tell them. The tiger email? My yeah, tiger and email, just... and I was so sad. You have to spell it out because I you're know. too embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> That's a It was T-I-G. an AOL email. <laughs> I don't want to stay in Hot Topic long enough to change, have them change my email. So No. Uh, so back to the topic at hand. Um, the Hot Topic at hand. Ha ha. All right. I said I said knights, tigers. I would say video games, but I don't know how that would fit in. 
so probably cds like cd roms okay because i played so many cds a kid or like micro center i loved micro center Mm, micro center was the best so maybe they had the good putt putt games in there Mm -hmm. i found that most people know pajama sam (laughs) tiger's micro center (laughs) nights uh and some form of like magic magic micro center tiger nights I did go to my a micro center recently, and let me tell you, it smelled the exact same as my childhood. Yeah, the carpet has definitely scent? not been washed, and I just it still smells like dust and confusing computer people. Like, it's the good smell. It's the good smell. I felt like an adventure was about to happen, mm-hmm. an adventure that happened while sitting at my desk playing a computer game. Is it still cold in there? Uh, I think when I went, I was hot, but I went in the wintertime. They got to melt the carpet, so you smell the dust that's been settling <laughs> on all the old computer parts. But yeah. Anyway, what else did you think of this entry? I just, I'm just curious about the, how he insulated the, the huts. I mean, that's connecting to, like, the previous entry. That's some simple but effective ancient tech right there, just to make a insulated hut out of sticks (laughs) we did have a hut once but it killed the grass on the lawn (laughs) that's right and our parents were like get rid of this but then they i was so attached to it that they put it by the compost bin but then i didn't want to go because it was by the compost bin (laughs) stink yeah (laughs) that and the onion grass for sure i mean as a neighborhood i think we got a talking to about the onion grass because we wanted to save all of the onion grass that we would pick. Yeah, because we could eat it. <laughs> we did eat it a Not, few times. It wasn't very pleasant. Well, yeah, but it had flavor. It's like... <gasps> We're showing our hand, chives. Holly. We're showing our hand. Okay, okay. <laughs> I will defend this to the end. It was the only... At least we weren't eating the poisonous wild berries. That's true. But, like, we got we got very much applauded. We got applauded by neighbors for plucking the onion grass from their their yards because they were just so happy yes. that kids were taking it away they thought of it as a weed and we yeah. were like it's it's meaningful to us but mm-hmm. then we didn't want our parents to throw it out so of the participating houses there would be an onion grass pile by <laughs> each house <laughs> by each house that participated in the great onion grass purge because we needed it for other endeavors to make soups soup. and stuff so yeah th- <laughs> i just remember being outside one day sitting with our neighbors and like watching one of the parents pick up all the onion grass and say this has to go and chuck it away <laughs> and like wiping a tear no. from my eye being like all of our hard work god but yes. there was always more <laughs> we came out every onion grass se- season saying much like the onion grass i believe this episode must soon come to an end. But we will be no, back soon. Don't throw away <laughs> no, the onion the, grass. our hard work. No, our the hard onion work. grass. No. <laughs> no, yeah. This is a solid group of entries. Thank you so much to John and Anthony. Yeah, go check out John's John Fraser builds. Yeah. Oh, and also Anthony's making a movie called Bummer. So go look up Bummer Film on Instagram, and you'll get to check out his movie that's coming up yeah that's why we can't we aren't getting a book anytime soon about or movie about his stories Mm -hmm. because he is busy making one about different stories (laughs) and that's why he lives in a studio apartment instead of an expansive empire 
it's necessity. But soon necessity. He, will regain the, he will regain the empire. Yeah, I think I think the goal for all of us artists is to move to his city and do our art and then leave and then we can go collect onion grass in our in our older days. Ah, man. Want to go back home to, with me, Holly, and collect some onion grass too? First, I will be thanking Becca Stock for our theme song, but then it's onion grass collecting time. Let's go. <laughs> to, the, to the onion field. <laughs> Let's go to the onion field. <laughs> 50 cents is much better than we ever earned for picking hours of onion grass. <laughs>